of the spirit I'm anointed of God I am the righteousness of God all things work for my good amen you said it again say the greater one lives in me the greater one lives in me lines are falling into me in pleasant places I have a goodly heritage Say it again. Say, lies are falling unto me in pleasant places. And I have a goodly heritage. You know what that means when you say lies are falling into you in pleasant places? It means, you know, um, you know when the Bible talks about lines, you know, they, they measure possessions. Like, for example, when the children of Israel conquered lands, territories, they had to distribute it to the tribes, right? So in distributing to the tribes, they will use like lines to measure it. Now, so when you say lines are falling unto you in pleasant places, you're talking about the portion of your inheritance in Christ Jesus is falling into you in pleasant places. In other words, um, you know, it could be in your health. So if you're having troubles in your health, you receive the portion, which, you know, the portion of God for your health is for, is for you to be sound, okay? So you receive soundness in your health. So that when you say lines are falling to you in pleasant places, you are saying a, a whole lot of things, okay? Say so lines are falling into me in pleasant places. Say my steps are ordered in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Today we are going to be, you know, uh, you know, because of our time, we're just going to go straight to the word. And I believe that God is going to bless us. Amen. Amen. And I pray that no, nobody will be a spectator, that everyone will participate of God's grace this morning in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 So glad to see, you know, all of us and especially some of us. So glad to see us in church. Amen. Praise God. You see, Christianity is not a religion. We say this again. It's not a religion. Yes, sir. It is a relationship with the father and his family. Don't forget what we said last week. You said the entire thing is about the father and his family. What we do is a family affair. Amen. I said we said this last Sunday. And you must not forget this, that God is a family man. Okay, I, you know, that man part is in quote. I mean, we quote that man part. God is a family person. You have to understand God from that perspective, that God is a family person. He's a father. He's our father. Amen. The Bible says, he says, because we are sons, God has sent forth the spirit of the son into our heart crying, Abba, Father. So not only that God is a father, God also wants us to recognize him as a father, not as a boss. Amen. So, you know, preceding, because we're going to be from next Sunday, by God's grace, we're going to be looking at how to be led by the Spirit, okay? Or being led by the Spirit, what it means to be led by the Spirit. But before then, we just do uh, this, today's teaching, is going to be uh, the title of the teaching, of this going to be a title, is Setting Things in Order. Amen. 
or setting things in order. Yes, because it's important. Amen. You know, uh, setting things in order. Because before we go into the leading of the Spirit, how the Spirit leads us, we should also know uh, the intention and the motives of the Spirit, which is to bring order to our lives. Amen. So God wants your life to be in order. God wants, you know, even in our meetings, like I said earlier, I mean, I said the entire Christianity thing is a father and a family affair thing. It is not a military regime. Amen. It is not a democratic, you know, it's a, it's a father thinking. Amen. Praise God. God is my father. Yeah, he is. He is. And if you understand that he is your father, there is nothing to hide from him. Okay, really there's nothing to hide from him. Um, the, the, the fatherhood of God is special. You know, the fatherhood of God is not intimidating. You know, in the family, the father governs, or better still, he runs his family with love. Amen. You know, and participation. You know, he, he empowers, you know, every member of the family. He gives his spirit to everyone in the family. He, he commissions everyone in the family to represent him in his duty. Praise God. You know, it's so interesting. I remember when I did, I did my first um, high school exam in Nigeria. We call it WAEC, okay, because I was in, uh, in, in 2002. I was in uh, 2002. Okay, I finished yeah, I finished secondary school, which is the high school, 2002. But in 2001, I wrote my first high school exam, you know, WAEC, which, you know, uh, you know amen. <laughs> so I, I was supposed to write it in 2002. Okay, I wrote in 2002, but I wrote another one in 2001 first. So I passed 2001 on. And I returned back to my school, my secondary school, you know, with my results, you know. And everyone in class, I told them I have results. The work that we're about to do, you know, because I had to do NECO in my real school. Okay, I had to do NECO in my real school. So, but work I did it outside. So, why am I saying this? Because when I got to my dad's school, so interesting what I saw. Because, you know, my dad always, my dad was the principal then, so... You know, I've always known him as, you know, my dad, my father. He returns home, you know, ah, what did you buy for us? What's in your bag? Oh. Why going to his school and seeing the way everybody is not afraid of him? You know, ah, oh, guy is coming, you know. Boss is coming, boss is coming. Everybody. But I was like, look at this person. <laughs> Amen. Of course, I respect him as a father. Okay, as my father. But, you know, it's interesting. How everybody, oh, the boss is coming, principal is coming. You know what we, you know when principal is coming, you know how everybody pick race? If you're playing ball and principal is coming, you run. You know, but I know I was, look at, they're running for you, you know, running. <laughs> Amen. You know, because there are two different relationships. Some people see him as a boss, I saw him as a father. And that's what I'm trying to say. Some people see God as, you know, that God thing, God. Uh. But I see him as a father. And it does not mean that, you know, I'm disrespectful. We are disrespectful to our father, God. But just there's a thing. Amen. There's a vibe. Okay? Amen. 
I don't know, you have to deliberately come to that, that functional relationship that you have a vibe with God. Your father, sorry, you have a vibe with your father. Amen. God is my father. Hallelujah. You know, sometimes you can wake up in the morning and say, good morning, father. Amen. You just say, I mean, say, yeah, you can say it. And you can say it and nobody, no angel will stop you. Amen. And the father will hear you. And the father will even tell you, but amen. You know, you have to even train yourself to hear him whisper back to you. That morning, daughter. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yes. Colossians 1, uh, Colossians 2, brother. Colossians and chapter 2. Colossians and chapter 2. So like I said, don't forget, it's a family affair. I changed Love Dominion name, name like two to three times before we arrived at Love Dominion. And I keep telling people I changed the name. I was the one that gave you Love Dominion. Amen. It's not as if maybe I woke up in the morning and the Lord said, Ni fair, ni fair. Call it Love Dominion. No, no. I gave it Love Dominion. Hallelujah. Yes. The what? The, the, the one in Nigeria, the Brother Nifes, uh, they are going to Brother Nifes meeting. But it was growing. Amen. The one in Lautech, when we were gathering in Lautech, when I was in my, doing my first degree, we had meetings, you know, was going to hostels, going to different places, reaching out. And, you know, we increased the number to 100, to 200. It's still Brother Nifes meeting. I didn't plan to give you the name. When we came to Georgia, we started the work in Georgia. I mean, ministry work, reaching out to people. And people started receiving Jesus and all. And we started meeting in my apartment. The first day, or first two days, I gave it agape something, Christian something. Agape Christian, you know, meeting. I don't know if, I don't know if you remember anything like that. Yeah, agape something. Uh, after one week, I said, hmm, there is agape Christian center. So we gave it Love Dominion family. And after I was I just give it Love Dominion assembly. Jare. We are assembling together. Amen. So in, when you go to heaven, I mean in the spirit in heaven, it's really not, uh, you know, in heaven there's no signboard, you know, this redeem. Yeah, I can't try to say that. That's what I'm trying to say. You see the concept now. It's all brand. Amen. The most important thing is the activity that is going on there. Okay, of course, we have, we have taken the brand now, okay? This Love Dominion Assembly, and the brand is popular. Okay, we are pushing the brand, you know. Well, that's not the assignment. To, the assignment is not to push the brand, but of course, the brand has been pushed. So, what to do? The main thing, are we together, everybody? The main thing is the activity that is done there. So, the main thing that is the church means that it's a gathering where there is a pastor that, are, you know, there is structures, there are orders. So that's what we're looking at today, okay? Setting things in order. So the main thing is that in that structure, in that system, there is what? Order. Because there must be order. There must be order. Now look at Colossians first. Colossians chapter 2. Let's start from Colossians 2. Amen. Many of us need order in our Christian life. We need order in our family, in our marriage, in our you know, prayer life in our spiritual life. If you are HOD of the unit, you need order in your unit. In your ministry, you need order. In your family, in your career, many of us, we need order. Hallelujah. The man of God wanted to call fire down from heaven, Elijah. 
Because of Elijah sent that fire, the first thing he did was what? To set the stones in order. It's, the Bible says he set the stones according to the numbers of tribes of Israel. He picked 12 stones and set it in order, then he caught fire down. That's not the emphasis today, but very important, without order in our life, everything will be miserable. Even if you believe Jesus died for your sins and rose again. So there is a need for order. Hallelujah. There's a need, and I see a lot of us suffer from that. There is no decorum in our life. There's no that, tranqu- that tranqu- the tranquility. Is that what they call it? Yeah. There's no serenity in our life. We need it. Amen. We need it. We need it. Hallelujah. In the church of God, there's a need for that. That's the reason why most of the time, you know, there's always this, you know, emphasis and emphasis of teaching, you know, t- all those things. Because there's a need for order. Somebody say order. order. Remember what the Bible says in Matthew 12? Jesus said, it's when they told Jesus that you are casting out devil by the spirit of Bezebu. Jesus said, he said, ah, he said, ah just think about it. He said, Satan cannot be divided against itself. He said, a kingdom divided against itself shall not stand. Including marriage. Amen. Including marriage. Including relationships. Because this message will also help you. In your marriage, your relationship, everything. Are you going to try to say, yeah, if there is division, it will not stand. It will not stand. You don't say this, and I will say this, and everywhere scatter. It will not stand. There's no way, there's no, no matter how intelligent and how brilliant you are, there's a need of order. There's a need of what? Order. Colossians chapter 2. Look at that again. Colossians chapter 2, verse what? Did I say 15? Okay, let's say 5. Okay, let's start from 1. For I would that you know what conflict, what great conflict I have for you and for them at Laodicea. I'm reading Colossians in chapter 2, verse 1. And for as many as have not seen my face in the flesh, that their hearts might be comforted, being knitted together in love, and unto all the riches of the full assurance of understanding, to the acknowledgement of the mystery of God. He says that everyone's heart is speaking to them in Colossians, the Colossian people, that their heart will be knitted together in the acknowledgement of the mystery of God. And you know what the mystery of God is? The mystery of God. Amen. You know, where, there's no way to say mystery. I, I'm not so good, I'm mysterious. Praise God. That's even mystery. Mystery means something that is hidden. Glory to God. He said the mystery of God. You know, I, I remember those times, say, ah, there's a mystery. Someone said, ah, there's a mystery I want to tell you. Okay, what mystery? Amen. The Bible said, great is the mystery of godliness. And what is the mystery of godliness? That God became flesh, justified, I mean, uh, well, sin of angels, yeah, justified in the spirit, and preached into the world, and believed on. So, just to help us, because it seemed like, are we together, everybody? Yeah, so, the mystery of godliness. So, you say somebody, God, there's a mystery in God, mystery. That mystery, yeah, is that God became flesh. Then, sin of angels, died on the cross, rose again, and was preached to men, and men believed him. He said, this is the mystery. So, in other words, the mystery is no more a mystery now. Is now known. Another extension of it, Paul said, the mystery in the sense that the mystery that has been hidden from ages, that the Gentiles, no, it's not even drugs that want, it's not Christ in me, the hope of glory, that the Gentiles, Christ in me, the hope of glory is the signature of it. Okay? Are you going to try to say, Pastor Joel? That, I get what you're trying to say here. Christ in me, 
Praise. Are we together? He said there's a mystery that was eating from me, you know, that was that's been eaten from ages. Christ in me, the hope of glory. That is the signature of the mystery. Is the just the mystery is that Gentiles would come to hear the gospel. Amen. Both Jews and the Gentiles can be one nation called the new creation. So all this thing is still Christ. So that God will be justified in the flesh or God become flesh, justified or sin in the world or, you know, died and preached and believed and in Christ, everything is the same thing. I am trying to say here, you know, why, why did I do this extension? So that you don't feel, oh, maybe that's another level. It's not another level. I try my best to help us. There's no levels. Amen. There's no levels. The bid to create level is just to make it. I, I, I wrote an article on my Facebook, all right? Then about people trying to be like, oh, there's something that I have that is eating. No, 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 no. There's no mystery again. Hallelujah. No levels. Amen. The, a bid, that's one of the things that's causing problems in the body of Christ. That's why we have so many conspiracy theories. Where somebody feels that he has the monopoly of the, you know, the realm of God. That, okay, I have a realm of God that is not known to men. No, 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 no. It's a lie. Amen. It's a lie. The realm of God is God manifesting in the flesh, Jesus. How many of you believe Jesus died for your sins here? You believe Jesus died for your sins? Then after three days he rose again. Do you believe that? You have seen the realm. Amen. Are you together? You have believed the gospel? Okay, it's still thick. Don't worry. It's not even thick. It's still simple. Amen. Look at it again. Colossians 2, verse 2. That their hearts might be comforted, being knitted together in love, and unto all the riches, all the full assurance of understanding, and the acknowledgement of the mystery of God. So what are we doing? So he's praying that they, are, they will come to acknowledge the mystery. Okay, the mystery is already known, but they will come to acknowledge it. For, for example, when I go out to preach the gospel to men on the street, what am I telling them? I'm telling them in the mystery of God that has been known. So don't just imagine, just imagine how mysterious or mystery, whatever this is. That God, the creator of heaven and earth, died 2,000 years ago. Brother and sister is a mystery. Yes, sir. I'm trying to say here. Now, because you know it, and you did not sweat, and you did not tremble, you did not shake, you feel like it's not powerful. You know, some human being, when something has not suffered us, we don't believe it. How are you going to try to say, yeah, we've not been, we don't believe it. That's why, you know, the gospel comes like that in its simplicity. Amen. But let's keep reading. All right. So what do we do? We've come to the full assurance of understanding or to the acknowledgement of the mystery of God and of the Father and of Christ, in whom I hid all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. Now, verse 4, and I said this, lest any man should beguile you with enticing words. You see, these are what I'm trying to say too. Okay, this is a concept I'm trying to say. Don't let anyone. Remember, there's one that Paul even said, you know, Paul tried to zero one. That was in, I think that should be in Colossians. Paul zeroed some, some stuff there. Look at it. Uh, Colossians um, 2. Amen. Look at Colossians 2, verse 18. Colossians 2, 18. Oh, oh, oh no, let, no, 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 no. Colossians 2, 16. He said, let no man therefore judge you in meat or in drink or in respect to an holy day or of new moon or of the Sabbath days which are shadow of things to come, but the body is Christ. Do you see? <laughs> so, are we together, everybody? Don't let any man in. See, it's scope. It's lumber. You know, I'm serious. It's that the only thing that Jesus died for my sin was buried, rose again, that is the body. 
Other ones are lambas. It's not the, it will not hold. But let's keep reading. Look at it again. He said, let no man beguile you. Verse 18. Are you there? Let no man beguile you of your reward in voluntary humility and worshiping of angels, intruding in those things which he has not seen. Vainly puffed up by his fleshly mind. So that's another one we will still come back to. Because how do we now know if someone is vainly puffed up by their fleshly mind? How do you get what I say here? It's simple. Anyone that is not according to Christ, we know. That's the conclusion that is puffed up by his fleshly mind. Even if it sounds Jim Jim. Okay. Are we together, everybody? Yes. Ha. Ah. Amen. Praise God. Say Christ in me, the hope of glory. Say I'm born of God. See, 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 see. You are a... Amen. You are a child of God. You are. You are a child. You are a child of God. Let me, let me, let me shock you a little bit. You carry divinity. You carry the spirit of God. You are, you are, see, this is it. As I, as I am now, I have received the Holy Ghost. The same Holy Ghost I received, you have also received. Glory to God. You have the Holy Ghost in you. You are anointed. Amen. Somebody say, well, anointed man of God is coming to town. Yes, anointed children of God are listening to. How are you going to try to say, yeah? Don't, 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 make it, don't make it sound like, you know, there's a big deal. In this. No, no, no. Please, please, please. Say, ah, there's an anointed man of God. See, no. Anointed man of God, I told you, I'm not, I, won't say, I won't cancel the fact that there's an anointed man of God talking. But anointed men of God, too. All children of God are listening. Anointed child of God is preaching. Anointed child of God are listening. Amen. So, ah, Pastor, what are you saying? The Bible says, if any man is in what? In Christ. What's the word? What's the meaning of Christ? The anointed. Thank you. The anointing. The anointed one and his anointing. If any man is in Christ, so it means that that person is anointed. You are anointed. anointed. You are anointed. No, some of us don't know we're anointed. You know why? Because, you know, some people, when they, when they put on the mascaras and all these things, they feel, okay, maybe I've lost. No, no, you are still anointed even with the mascara. I'm saying you are anointed. Amen. You are anointed. Yes. Yes. You know, let, so, you know, for the sake of those, you know, of course, I have, I have, I have, you know, people are watching from home. I'm trying to be very, you know, you know, very, very careful in using some words. You know, I wanted to say this, that even if you wear stud, amen, you are still anointed. Amen. No, don't, you know, amen. You know, no, 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 no. For the sake of those that are, that are looking from home, you know, I'm not, I'm not planning to wear, amen. I'm not planning to wear. And I have my reasons because if I wear it, amen, you will not want to hear me. Amen. You would think, uh-uh, that part is a street guy. So that, I will not wear it. Amen. Yeah, we not. We not wear it. But, amen. But we know Brother Roya wears it. <laughs> amen. And I, I, I remember, praise God, I used to tell, the way we're going so, I remember, I used to tell, uh, you know, there was one time, I, I, I think I stopped you guys from, yeah, 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 yeah. I stopped all of them. Nobody should wear stud and minister. You know, I hear, and I have my reasons for that. It's not because it's against God, though. It's because of, uh, you know, some folks are going to come into me. Immediately they see, they stop. Uh, let's go. Uh, please, let's go. <laughs> this place. <laughs> this place. Amen. Even the one that are quiet, the one that are quiet, still wearing trousers. You know, it's a challenge. Sometimes I'm sitting there, sitting there, please, let's try and wear the trousers that will be, you know, uh, yeah, free. 
Yeah, the reason is just, it's not because, you know, it's because of for people. Are we together? Yeah. But let's just, that's just by the way. We'll come back there. We'll come back there. Colossians 2. And we're still looking at order. Amen. We have not even started the message yet. Look at what he says. He says, where did I stop Colossians 2? He said, and this I say, lest any man should beguile you with enticing word, verse 5, for though I be absent in the flesh, yet what? I am with you in the spirit, joining and beholding your order and steadfastness of your faith in Christ Jesus. So this is very important. He said, I do this. He said, I behold in the spirit. I saw your joy and your order. Very important. The Bible says this in Colossians, 1 Corinthians, rather, let's go there quickly. 1 Corinthians. 1 Corinthians. Are we together? Verse 14. Verse, uh, I mean, chapter 14, rather. 1 Corinthians, chapter 14, verse 40. Are you there? He says this. He said, let all things be done, what? Decently and in order. Verse 33, look at what he says there. He said, for God is not the author of confusion, but of peace as in all churches of the same. So very important you understand. He said, the Bible says, let everything be done, what? Decently and in order. In other words, God demands decency and orderliness from every one of us. Or let me use it like this. Our father demands it, wants us to be orderly. In the kingdom, there's orderliness. In the Old Testament, in the Old Testament, everything, if you enter the temple, you know those are in charge of the temple, I mean the altars. They, are, they have a particular, they've already allotted, they said these people, um, the Levites, shall be in charge of this. Let's go there, look at First, um, first Chronicles. Let's help ourselves a little. Amen. I'm saying this just to help us as a church. No, no. By God's grace, I'm serving as a pastor of this church. So, and we have to ensure that we, we embrace some things. We grow in certain things. Especially serving God. Amen. First, First Chronicles. Chronicles is in the Old Testament, not in the New. First Chronicles, it's a long reading, but I don't know where to start. But First Chronicles, read verse 15. He said, and David, I mean, First Chronicles 15, and David made him house in the city of David and prepared a place for the ark of God and pitched for it a tent. Then David said, none ought to carry the ark of the ark of God, but the Levite, for them had the Lord chosen to carry the ark of God and to minister unto him forever. Are we together? Now David gathered all Israel together to Jerusalem to put up the ark of the covenant unto his place, which he has prepared for it. And David assembled the, the children of Aaron the, and the Levite, the son of Kohat, Uriah the chief, his brethren, blah, blah, blah. If you keep reading, keep reading. The Bible says David selected them and put them in place, put them in charge. He would put this family, you are in charge of this. This family, you are in charge of this. Everything was done orderly. Are we together here? Praise God. It's important. You will jump to verse um, 22, if I'm right. Verse 22, praise God. 
Verse 22, what did he say? He says, And Shananiah, the chief, chief of Levites, was for song. Why? He instructed about the songs. Why? Because he was skillful. Not because he prays much. But because he was skillful. You know, this is just to help us, some of us to help us. You know, I remember those days when I was serving, you know, I was called to, you know, I, I, I was with a ministry. I served, um, I volunteered to serve as a music director. And when I got to, I got out of the choir and, you know, I saw that almost half of the choir members are supposed to be in prayer meeting, in a prayer department. Because, <laughs> no, so I said, no, it's not about the voice. If it's not about the voice, go and join prayer. <laughs> Amen. It's, not about, it's about the anointing. All of us here are anointed because we are children of God. Amen. Yes, all of us in this department are children of God. So, so if you cannot sing, so there are two options. You want to learn how to sing, and then you join the unit. Then in the unit, there's a, we have a structure to grow you to learn to be able to sing better. Well, you say, no, no, no. You know, how can you use a scale? No, it's not scale. Go and join prayer. In prayer, you can run whatever you want to do there. You can praise God. Look at even David. David, the Bible says, David appointed Shenaniah as what? As head, music director. Because of what? He was skillful. Skill is needed. I told us, yeah. I said there are three S's that a music minister needs. He needs the spirit. He needs the sound. And he need a skill. How can you go to minister in song somewhere? Somebody said, well, you know, I was blessed by, by your ministration. Only that I could not hear you is a lie. Amen. It's a lie. You didn't know. Because what will bless you? It means my charisma blessed you. Are we together? Yeah. Even, let, me even, let me even help you a little bit. Even in talking, though, you know, there's, there's, this, there's a gift of utterance. There's a gift of utterance. But even in talking, sometimes you learn public speaking. You learn your hard skill to it. Hey, man, I remember those days, you know, when I preached, you know, those days, I, you know, when I was pastoring the campus church, my, 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 my clothes was always bigger than my, in, than my you know, size. I, but I didn't care because the utterance was coming from the prayer, from the place of prayer. So I was just come, you know, but, you know, later someone told me that, you know, one of my escorts told me, said, ah, you know, president, sir, yes, sir, ah, you know, um, ah, you know. <laughs> Your clothes, you know. I said, what is that? He said, it can be distracting. <laughs> My coat can be distracting. Then I now started, you know, of course, I was humble enough to also, you know, to learn from the person. And it was true. Because some people can be, you know, looking at, you know, they, can be, they could be distracted by the way, you know, by the way I was doing. And because of my distraction, it can affect them. The same way with those that come to sing. Just imagine somebody, you know, and I know, you know, somebody you want to sing praise and worship. Or worship, lead people to Christ, and the, your skirt is starting from here. Amen. I remember there was one time like that. Are we together, everybody? I remember there was one time when we, we, we in choir. A sister joined choir, and her father will bless you. Uh, and that day, I just came to church. I didn't know they joined choir. As I came to church, the skirt is from here. We call it Kokiko. <laughs> And of course, you know, we're not going to, you know, we're not going to join. Everybody wants to worship God. Yes, I understand people want to worship. But there are people that are not born born again. They came to visit us. Even those that are born again, they have not died yet. They are still wearing, they are still in this body. 
Are you going to try to say, yeah, they are still in this body. They are not dead yet. Because there's what we call sin of lucre. Are we together here, everybody? There's what we call sin of lucre. Sin of lucre. That's what happened to David when he saw Bathsheba. Sin of lucre. With the anointed man of God, Psalmist, king. You know? So he saw from his balcony. <laughs> so and, and that's why I tell you, the sin, you know, for example, you could have said, well, David has sinned. You know, if you sin, you see, say, in the name of Jesus, I refuse it. He saw, he saw, he knows the idea. He planned the death of her husband, put Uriah in front of battle. They killed Uriah. So it is not one day sin. It is not one week sin. That's what, the sin of Lucre can give birth. It has higher lifespan. It has a very, you see ones like this. You begin to nurse it in your heart. Until germinates it. So that's how I see. I told the sister, I told, well, not just to help the sister so that her conscience, because she just joined the faith not long ago, and she just got through the Holy Ghost, so that we can help her conscience. Her conscience is not crushed down. I told the, uh, the church administrator, please, can you get a trouser outside downstairs? But don't, don't, just go and meet her. Don't, don't tell lies for me. You go as the church administrator. I said, ah, sister, come. A sister to sister. Ah, I just wear this, you know, because of, eh. But in case you didn't have money, let us spend our own money. To go and buy it downstairs. The next day, the next me, I told you, ah, let it be a rule. Amen. Because then we didn't put it as a rule. Are we together here? Yeah? Eh? It's important. You know, somebody watch, just imagine Osha, our Osha's now. Yeah, every the skirt is just imagine if the skirt is here and you're passing. <laughs> sit, sit down here. Sit down there. The world, people are supposed to be listening to the world. They are getting distracted. People that are canna before they came to collect numbers in church. They have not even come to hear God's word. <laughs> As they came to collect numbers, their, their mind is far. They are not, all the things you are saying, you are the righteousness of God. Jesus, they are not seeing. They are not seeing anything. Amen. So orderliness is important. You know what I'm saying? I'm picking many things as much as we are laughing. But I want you to pick something here. Because to see... What we bring the flow of the Spirit in our meetings is not only, it does not rest on the pastor or the, no, 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 it rests on all of us. Yeah. All of us. Yeah. Hallelujah. Paul said, I was, he said, I'm in the Spirit, I behold your joy and order. Amen. I behold your joy and order. Let me say this to you, you, you know, no matter, except we, except we lack when we're doing uh, music, when we're doing, uh, who will be music director? When we're praying, I'm, amen, are we together? Yes, Praise God. Hallelujah. Are we together, everybody? Yes, when we're saying, who will do, who will be music director? We have prayed. After fasting and prayer, we now table it. What, these are the things. Because music, a music director cannot be a prayer warrior. I mean, of course, the prayer warrior. This man of God is a, is a prayer warrior. Are you not? He, he, has, he, has, he has an healing ministry on his, on his, you know. He has that flow, that healing thingy. I mean, that word thingy. His dad is a pastor. So, you know, all those things. But when we're doing those things, when we're doing the, the division or whatever, we looked at A plus 2. This person has served. This, this, this person has done this, has done this. This person knows how to play keyboard. 
This person knows how to play uh, beat drums. So, uh uh-uh, what are we waiting for? Are you going to try to say here? Shananiah was appointed head of music because of what? Skillful. Skillful. Don't worry, we will help all of us here. Because, how God help me, help me. See, you know, for example, one of the things I notice is very common, especially among young believers. Young believers is a trait. Is a movement of the spirit. Amen. Hmm. You do, what, Pastor, what are you saying? I'm talking about young believers. I mean, young, young believers, just young believers. Since I've been pastoring, I have noticed that. The spirit of God is moving. For example, somebody say, I wish to get everybody. Somebody say, the spirit of God is moving me. See, with the spirit of God is moving you, eh? Move the spirit to stop. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Ah. I was in a meeting one time in Nigeria. In Nigeria, we were doing pastor's meeting on campus. When I was pastor in a campus church, they just brought me in. Did my... My, my predecessor, yeah, brought me in as a person that will be coming as a pastor of this campus church. So all pastors were meeting on the pastor of campus fellowships. So they just brought me. I was very, you know, tiny. You know, I was, but as we were doing the meeting, we were praying, doing VG, praying, praying. As we were praying, one brother said, ha, ah, in our fellowship, they, uh, they saw blood. On the street of Lautek. They saw this and this. Out of nowhere, just, I just talk in tongues. I deliberately talk in tongues. I talk in tongues. I said, listen, 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 listen. <laughs> oh, man. Ah, thank God for Jesus. I see, you know, I'm serious. I mean, I've changed, honestly. Things have really, really changed. Many people can bear witness to that. Some people, when they see me today, they say, ah, is that person if I'm after? I said, listen, 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 listen. In the name of Jesus. <laughs> Just say the Lord of us. The God of Isaiah. You know, because I know that's what they want to hear. <laughs> the God of Isaiah, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Hey. No blood on the street of Lautek. We are going to be seeing revival. Souls are going to be coming to Jesus. Because we had already prayed. In fact, I was telling him, I said, ah, but we, at that time, we were counting blind people seeing. So my, my groups, you know, we had a group, you know, friend. We were, we were going out and we we're seeing blind people. We we're receiving Jesus. I mean, seeing uh, madmen getting healed. People getting filled with the Holy Ghost. So they are still struggling with seeing blood. I, and, and the problem I have, with, for example, I wish to get everybody. The problem I had there was, these guys keep praying for revival, but they never go out. They never. People, they, people they, you should go out. Just go. Go out. Go out. Stop. Go to the unknown. Go to the unknown. Let them stone you. Run away. Receive a testimony. How are you going to try to say yeah? Receive that testimony. You know, if you're praying for revival, it's not going to meet you in where you could. No, you go outside on the street. Praise God. We're going somewhere. So, I said, moving, Spirit of God moving me. If the Spirit is moving you, move the Spirit. Look here. 
Some of you still don't understand what I'm trying to say. That's the problem I have. That's the problem many people have with tongues. Tongues. You lay hands on people to receive the baptism of God, the God, the infilling of the Spirit of God. They want the Spirit to move them. The Spirit will not move you. Amen. Ah, okay, look at it. First Corinthians. The same, no, first Corinthians, the same. First Corinthians 14. Now, now, there's a concept that the Spirit can move you to do some things. Amen. Are we together here? Now, as the Spirit of God is moving you, eh, you use decency and discretion to apply the movement of the Spirit. So look at, look at, everybody just, just to help us here because sometimes when I say some things, people just first, you know, look at what is pastor saying here. Look at 1 Corinthians 14, um, um, verse 26, he says, you know, the, he said, how is it then, brethren, when you come together, every one of you has a psalm and a doctrine and has a tongue and has a revelation and has an interpretation, let everything be what? Done unto edifying. If any man speak in an unknown tongue, so let it be what? By two or at most by three, that by cause, let one interpret. Let me explain this to you, everybody. Listen up. So he's saying this in simple terms. I've already explained this a while ago. For example, let's say as I'm teaching and I'm preaching and I'm preaching as I'm preaching, somebody just starts screaming in tongues there. I remember I told one, let's keep her quiet. I remember in one meeting, shut up. Keep quiet. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, it was the meeting. Hey, keep quiet. Keep quiet. We are teaching the word. Keep quiet. Keep quiet. Amen. That's the way it works. That's the way it works. So don't forget what did I say? Decency and in order. Look at it. Look at it. Look at it. And when we said the person should keep quiet, the person not keep quiet. Uh -huh. The person kept quiet. What was moving the person in the first place? Are you going to What was moving the person in the first place? Now I told us this. Anytime, anytime from my experience, Okay, I casted out a demon from a madman once. And that was my second, and, you know, so far, that was the last one, okay? The first one, the guy picked stone, wanted to stone me back. <laughs> I ran. <laughs> it was on the street. My friend and I were looking for a madman, and I went, in the name of just get out of there. I ran. Amen. I said, Lord, thank you. you know, I'll, I'll be truthful to you. I will not lie. Praise God. And it did not go. <laughs> I, was in my, I was in my house. Jelly, and my friend came to me and said, look at it. Peter and John. <laughs> Peter, you, John. Let's go. I said, okay. Ha. Amen. The second time, the second time, of course, that time I'd already, you know, I got a stronger hold on the authority that I have in Christ Jesus. When I, after casting out the demon out of the guy, in the name of Jesus, get out. Okay, I, I told the guy to kneel down first because I wanted to exercise the full authority. So I didn't want the demon to just leave like that, okay? So kneel down. So the guy knelt down, okay? Raise your hand. The guy raised his hand just to show, to prove. I wanted to know how this thing works, amen? Because the first one. <laughs> so when I, when I say in the name of Jesus, get out of him, when the guy got healed and fell down flat and got healed, the first thing he said is, where am I? He didn't know where he was. Anytime the spirit moves you and you don't know what you are doing, you are demon-possessed. 
is a madman spirit. Hallelujah. And you didn't know what you are doing. Look at, see, see, the spirit of God, when the spirit of God is moving, you know the spirit of God is moving you. You know, so, okay, look at some of, some of us, we need to help ourselves there. We see something clearly there. First Corinthians 14. Amen. It's a long reading, but I will want to show you something here. First Corinthians 14, amen. Are you there? Verse 26. If anyone, so he said, all of you come together, everyone has a tongue, has a psalm, has a tongue, has a revelation, has an interpretation, 26. Let everything be done, what? Underdefined. Verse 27. If any man speak in an unknown tongue, let it be by two, or at most by three, that by cause let one interpret. That's in a meeting that that is allowed. Verse 28. But if there be no interpreter, what should you do? Let him keep silence in the church. Let him speak to himself and to God. But not to disturb the meeting. Okay, you've not gotten it clearly. Verse 29. Let the prophet speak two or three. And let the other judge. I remember we had a meeting that time. You know, I was part of the choir then. And I was very serious with the choir. And, you know, we gave room for people to give prophecies, tongues, and interpretation. Then I came out. I began to judge. No, this is zero. And I was very authoritative. You know, no, this is zero. How was I judging it? It's simple. The word. So, for example, if somebody does something, and so, so there's a part we permit manifestation of the spirit. But as you bring the manifestation of the spirit, the authority, the pastor, or the head of that meeting, has the authority to judge that this is zero. And how is this zero in it? Is zero in it based on the word. Now, of course, does not mean that you won't give again. You will try again. Okay? Until you master it. Are you together here? Yeah? Until you master it. Until you master accuracy. Am I communicating here? Praise God. Very, this is very important in our meetings. When people come to me from different departments, different units in the church, oh, this is what my leader has not. I say, when you get there, have you killed for now? When you get there, when you become leader, you do the same thing. Now do what you want to do. Okay. So let me say this to you, everybody. Let me, are we together, everybody? Even in a corporate organization. You don't assume leadership in one day. In a corporate organization, they will have to test how faithful you are, how early do you come in a corporate organization. But when it comes to the kingdom, the Lord will allow you to pass through structures, to mature you, to grow you. Health. Now, let me say this to you, everybody, listen up. If you cannot control your spirit, see, so there are two ways. This thing is intertwined. Okay, let, let's, read, let's read this. Let's read 32. 1 Corinthians 14, 32. I want us to read it together. 1 Corinthians 13, 32. 14, 32. One to go. The spirit, the spirit of the prophet are subject to the prophet. In other words, if the spirit is moving you, you can cop it. You can hold it. The spirit of what? Of the prophet are subject, subject to the prophet itself. In other words, I can be in a meeting and we can have, we can have five people want to prophesy or give word, give healing or something. something. If you, you, are, you, are, you can hold it and not heal, it has not, it has not spoiled anything in the spirit. Now, well, let me tell you this. If you don't learn this, so this, this, 
this ability to control the spirit, amen, is what you learn when you are serving. Let me tell you this, because the Bible says, look at Proverbs. Proverbs, Proverbs 12, let's go there, Proverbs 25. Proverbs 25, go there quickly, our time is fast spent. Proverbs 25, I hope you are getting something this morning. It will help us. You know, some people that time, oh, we'll join choir. I want to take solo. I want to take solo. The Spirit of God is moving me that I should take solo. No, and the, the, the head of the parents said, no, 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 no. You're not taking solo yet. That's even nice. Because some of us will say, you are not taking solo. Not even yet. <laughs> Amen. I remember when I joined, when I joined Ramah Mass Choir at that time, only five people were taking solo. Out of a choir of about 100, five people taking solo. We already knew. So as we are joining, we knew. We have a good choir here that even give almost everybody expression, which is good, awesome, I like that. But even in the midst of that, they said, no, 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 you, you, you know, you must be, you have to be in prayer meeting. You have to be in all weekly meeting before you can. You have to be, as a, ah, I cannot today, if you cannot, then go and join prayer. Or even in prayer to have their own structure. Are we together, yeah? I repeat this again, everybody listen, yeah, listen. If the spirit is moving you to take solo, or do something in your department, and the authority of the department says no. Eh? Nothing has happened in the spirit against the flow. What is happening? Now, let me tell you this. See, look at it. Proverb. Proverb. Proverb 22. Go there. Go there. 25. 12, 25. Go there. Just we need to understand this. Because it will help us also in our marriages. We need to bring order. Amen. Relationships. The kingdom thing is not possession, no. When you receive Jesus, you are not receiving a demon. Amen. Amen. In fact, as a matter of fact, you are receiving an enlightenment. An enlightenment. There's a way this functions in the kingdom. Hallelujah. You know what? I, I came to your meeting one day. You guys were doing a meeting one time that day. I look. I'm not supposed to mention it because it's a long time. And I said, Everybody was there. Uh, let us pray for Pastor. I came for there. Uh, I was touching my leg and rubbing my leg. Amen. I look and say, Ah, Father Lord. Ah, I have changed you. <laughs> Amen. Rubbing my leg. Amen. So, rubbing. Everybody was lay. Hey, let me tell you something. If you want to pray for me, everybody, I have prayer point that you pray for me. I will send it to you. The prayer point is simple, okay? That God, are we together here? That God will open the door of all trans unto me and pray it with fasting in your closet. Pray, pray. You pray that for me, that God will open doors of all trans unto him. That as he declare the counsel of God, that people will be turned from their wicked ways to Jesus. Pray that for me. Pray that for me. Don't come and rub my leg. That's too much for us. Actually, that's too much disorderliness. I think I allowed I allow that. That's why I'm, bringing, I'm saying it now. I allowed that that day. And the Lord has been haunting me since. That I should not have allowed that. I was just rubbing, rubbing my leg. Hey, hey man. <laughs> Sorry, forgive me, you know. 
It's a long time ago. Oh, oh yes. Yes. We pray. See, except you are sending those, those that they were sending forth in the book of Acts, they sent them forth. They lay hands on them and send them forth. That's a different thing. And that is done by a group of elders. Anytime there's disorderliness, no fire. No fire. No fire. Hell, just doing that. This is what is moving me. Look at, look at what he says in Proverbs. Proverbs, sorry, oh God. Proverbs 25, verse 28. What did he say? Proverbs 25, 28. Whoever has no rule over his own spirit is like a city that is broken down without walls. Now, if you don't know how to control it, it's like a city without wall. And if your city does not have wall, am I, I, hope you, I hope you're communicating with us here. Anything, predators can come in. Let me even help us a little, everybody listen up. In the scheme of things, the reason why a novice or a young believer should go through structure is to build those walls. To strengthen that person to know how to keep his spirit. Remember when he said this, he says, he says, see, everybody listen, listen. Are we together? If when the spirit is moving you, you move. Very soon, Satan will move you. Are we together here? Okay. Satan is a spirit. He moved Peter once. And when you don't have rule over your spirit, there will be no wall. And since there is no wall, what will happen? Satan will be moving. Let me help us a little bit. He says, Paul was telling uh, Timothy, he said, don't make, he said, don't make a novice a leader. He said, else he will fall, he will fall under the condemnation of the devil. He will fall under the snare of the devil. Why? Because the wall is broken. No wall. Learn how to control your spirit. How it together, yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Learn how to learn for your time. Wait for your time. Praise God. Wait for your time. If there's a passion and a desire to do something, wait. Let so for example, as we as we gather here. Yeah. Okay. All right. Amen. Are we together here? Yeah? Let orderliness, let it control your emotion. Let divine orderliness control your feeling. You must allow that deliberately. One of the things I've always done, especially when I counsel married people, is to give no acknowledgement to the husband. Because I understand authority. I counsel a lot of married people. I'm not married. Hey, Amen. But I am not, I, I'll give authority with wisdom to the husband. Because I understand orderliness. It's very important. We must be orderly. Someone said we must be orderly. Yes. Including your civic authority too. Even the Paul, when, Paul, when Paul was speaking to, oh God. Ah, there are so many things I wanted to say. Amen. Are we together here? Yeah? When Paul was, I'm already rounding now because of our time. Maybe we'll continue next Sunday. On this, because what I'm still doing, we're still even scratching the surface. Somebody said we must be orderly. We must be orderly. It's very important too. Jesus, God is not. Let me tell you, when Jesus was, I told us this. I have told us here once. I have told us here, church, 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 church. When Jesus was, when Jesus died and was lifted up, eh? Who did he give assignment? To? Who, who were the first people he gave assignment to? Who were the people? The disciples, the twelve. 
those that be with him order. No, it could have been, it could have been very easy for I told us it would have been very easy for Jesus to resurrect from the dead and just you know fly over the city. Hey guys, <laughs> you know I told you I was going to die and rose again. Look at me now. And and do you know? I mean, you you you, you would have thought that that would have been easy for people, everybody to believe him. Nobody will preach that. Huh? Oh, he said it all. We believe you. <laughs> you know, it, it would have been so easy like that. And there won't be any story and everything. But yet, he committed to 12, to one, to 750, to 700. And he would told them, say, start from Samaria, Judea, unto the... He, he, there's an order. There's a way things must be done. Are you going to There's a way it must be done. Say, uh, eh, can we know? Can you know? Why, why can't we? Hey, Amen. When they, were, when they were waiting for the promise of the Spirit to talk in tongues, the appointment of the Spirit came on the city. Only the 120 people talking in tongues. Only the 120 people. The 120 people, what were they doing? They were in the upper room waiting for the promise of the Spirit. But the appointment of the Spirit came on the city. But only 120 people received it. Okay. If the power of God is that very strong and supernatural, the appointment of the Spirit should have come on the city. And everyone in the city should have still started speaking in tongues. Oh, man, 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 man. And they say, ah, what happened to you? I just woke up. I'm beginning to talk in tongues. It's Flash. You see Flash movie. You know, science fiction. Flash. Flash. Where somebody, you know, a, you know, a meta, metaphysics or whatever, something. Meta human. Everything will just come on the city and everybody will just enter, you know, hypnotism and everything. That's what he's doing you. Science fiction. There's a way. I wish to get everybody. There's a way it happens in the kingdom. We stay with the word. You learn. You grow. Amen. The Bible says that newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the word that you may grow thereby. So that's what. If anything you desire, you should desire. Everybody, I'm speaking to you here. If there's anything you should desire, desire the sincere milk of the word and grow thereby. Don't worry. Just grow thereby. Just flow with the word. Just grow thereby. Stay with the word. Stay with the word. Just grow thereby. That's all. That's all. Forget complexity. I told us many people are looking for the spectacular. They are missing the supernatural. The fact that you are born again in itself is supernatural. Follow due process. God acknowledges that. Amen. In your marriage, in your relationship, in your unit, in your department, follow due process. Hallelujah. Paul said, he said, I behold your joy and your order in the spirit. He told Titus, he told the Titus, in Titus 1.5, he said, he said I, I want you to wait in Cretus. He said, so that you will put to order what is wanting. What is wanting? Amen. Some people came, they said, they did love dominion in India at that time. There's a brother, okay, one of my disciples, traveled to India some years ago and got to India. He was, you know, reached out to people and a lot of people received Jesus. He had a lot of, he had the meeting, there were about 40, 30 to 40. Then he called me after they were 40, he said, Pastor Nifer, he said, ah, love dominion in India. I said, ah, love dominion in India. I said, well, ah, ah. the Lord, you know, I don't feel, I don't feel led though, but, ah, yeah. Love Dominion India. Okay. The Lord has not said anything. I mean, I don't have any intuition towards that. But okay, anyway, let's see how it goes. So when I heard it, how, how is your meeting going? Doing? I hear in the meeting, everybody is just being moved by the Spirit. Anyhow, this person will move today. I say, yes. I don't we move. No pastor. No other. I say, brother, eh? it will not last. That meeting will not last. 
do not last. There's a meeting here, some media meeting. You know, they called me that time to help them out. Brother Benjamin. How many of you know Brother Benjamin? You know Brother Benjamin? Awesome brother. Bless his heart. Oh, I love that brother. He called me. He said, Pastor Nife, he said, we're having, that was like five, six years ago. He said, we're having issues in our fellowship. I said, what is the issue? He said, there is no order. I said, okay. He said, please help. I said, okay, have you fasted? Have you prayed? Do this, do this, do this, do this, do this, do this. Everything will fall into place. God is the God of order. Anywhere in your family, if you are not seeing the will of God and the plan of God coming to pass, there is no order. If there is order in your family, your relationship, your career, and even if you are not even do prayerful, I'm prayer, but if you are not prayerful, the will of God will be done. God flows with order. I told the brother, I gave him plan, brother Benjamin. He said, I'll be leaving soon, but I want to ensure that there is order here. And we're ensured, we are, you know, by the, by the help of God, we're ensured that there is order, there is decency in the meeting. Some of you don't like to enter an orderly meeting. You like to, no, 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 you must enter it. God needs you to enter all of us, all of us. I'm taking to all of us, all of us, all that lead. Include, let me tell you, you start from even ushering the department. When usher comes to the meeting, say, come, sit here. So, me? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I'm not saying, say, I understand, okay? I'm not saying, but I understand. We are all believers. All of us have one trait or the other. When they tell you, oh, crap, could you sit here? Please, ah. You have to tell them, we are, I have a problem with the sound. Like, when the sound comes, it affects me. So maybe that, oh, yeah, oh, sorry, sorry. Because our ushers are also very nice. They are very kind. They understand, okay? Yeah. So, but when they tell you to go and sit, okay, somewhere, if you don't have any, you know, disease or any ailment or anything, just sit, amen. But if, if, they, if you have a problem, you know, to hear and everything, kindly tell them, ah, I can't hear, okay, or I'm coughing. You know, and I think it's Corona. <laughs> Amen. Yeah, 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 it's possible. And I think it's Corona. So that's why I want to sit in the front. I came to church today to receive healing. So I don't want to, I'm, for now my faith is not strong. So I don't want to go inside to affect everybody. Can I stay at the back? Yeah. So we stay at the back. At the end of the meeting, we will come and pray for you. How you can pray and say, our, our ushers are nice. Amen. They're nice. I know. They will not force you to do something. Uh, thank you. Celebrate them. Celebrate them. But the point is this, the point is this, we need order. Amen. There's order, we need orderliness. Did you get something today? We'll continue next week. But I pray again that whatever is not in the will and the plan of God in your life, that is causing disorderliness in your life, anything it may be, I approach it by the power of the Spirit. In the name of Jesus, disease is not part of God's order. When you are confused, confusion is not part of God's order. The Bible says God is not an author of confusion. Anything that is giving birth to confusion, that is giving birth to chaos in your life, I silence it in the name of Jesus. I silence it in the name of Jesus. I speak the peace of God into your life. In the name of Jesus. You will not fail, you will not falter. In the name of Jesus. God has saved you from one. God will save you from many. In the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. For in Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. Amen. Celebrate Jesus. Hallelujah.